welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Corinne Grillo. She is the author of The Angel Experiment and founder of the Angel Alchemy Academy, a trained psychotherapist, angel channel, healer, and teacher. Corinne has helped thousands of people all over the world go from angel curious to angel powered. And I am so delighted to have you coming to us live from Northern California today into the Pine Haven Wisdom Studio here in New Hampshire. Welcome to the show, Corinne. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me, Emerald. You are so welcome. Well, let's jump right in, Corinne. How did you get turned on to the angels. Is this something that's been with you your whole life or did you have a spiritual awakening at some point along your journey? Yeah, I was definitely not born with the golden angel spoon in my mouth. Most of my life was really, I mean, it was very challenged growing up uh, the way that I did. And so, no, I would not say I was talking to angels, uh, but at a certain point in my life, it was a spiritual awakening. They kind of came to me in a really... A dramatic manner in that I witnessed a miracle. And that miracle, it healed me on so many different levels. But after that, I could hear a voice inside of me that was starting to guide me towards amazing things as opposed to the usual inner tyrannical voice that I lived with. I suffered with a lot of uh, deep depression for many decades. And so enter the angels, I witnessed a miracle and everything kind of changed after that. Yeah. Can you tell us more about the miracle? I'd love to hear about that. Uh, Yes. Well, it happened during a really dark period. I mean, safe to say back then anyways, but uh, I just to give you an idea of where I was rocking and coming from, I was drinking about a fifth of tequila every couple of days and uh, taking a lot of Adderall and antidepressants and really just burning the candle at both ends. And so the irony, Emerald, is that I was a licensed psychotherapist at the time. And so, you know, trying to rescue and save and doing it all wrong because I was not putting myself first in any possible way. So a friend of mine bought me an angel healing, an angel reading, and I didn't know what that was. And But I thought like, oh, let's go see a psychic. You know, I just always kind of into that stuff. And I didn't have a perspective on angels at that time. I mean, I knew, I, I knew there's a possibility, but I didn't really have a deep, you know, feeling on whether or not they were real. So the in- energy session really, she just nailed it. You know, she started saying all these things that the angels were telling me. And I was like, she should not know that. And uh, the energy work itself really opened up. So anyways, I, I went to the session, one person, I came out a kind of a lighter, brighter person. And she told me one thing, which was talk to your angels as if they're real and see what happens. So right away, the angel, angel synchronicities happened. And I was like, well, okay, there's maybe something going on. But then the miracle happened, which was I was driving down the hood, going to a client's house. 
And this is after about three days of talking to angels and seeing the synchronicities amplify. A bird dropped from the sky. It landed on the ground right in front of my car. I stopped it. And it was a bird with a broken wing. And uh, I did my new trick, which was talking to angels. And I said, angels, please help this bird because I don't know anything about birds and I'm in the hood. I'm not going to get out of the car. So I said my blessings as I drove around the bird. And then as I drove around it, I looked in the rearview mirror and I could see the bird doing some shimmy on the ground. So I stopped the car because it looked kind of weird. And what I watched was that bird, out of the body of that bird, which was about pigeon size, a small body, a small bird jumped up from that body and flew away. And then a second one jumped up from the body of that bird, flew away. And then a third one jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And what was left on the ground was nothing. Wow. That's pretty I know. intense. <laughs> it, it, yeah, when I say miracle, I'm not talking about a mind shift. I'm talking about like an actual bona fide miracle. And again, I was a psychotherapist at the time. And I knew that it, what was crazy, Emerald, is the feeling that I got. You know, yeah. the, the energy. It was like this hard to explain kind of love surrounding me. And, you know, chills and all of and my hair was like, you know, like sticking out from my head, all super staticky. And so I knew I was in the presence of some deep something. And it was not the miracle that was the most extraordinary. It was what happened to me afterwards, the mm-hmm. change in my heart and mind. And my, like I said, the ability to hear the soft, gentle voice that was trying to guide me into more freedom. Mm, I love it. Well, I have an angel story myself that, you know, none of the listeners have heard yet on this particular show. So I'm going to just briefly share that uh, having the experience of having a spiritual awakening is part of, you know, my journey as well. And for me, the miracle was in a yoga class on a Sunday afternoon back in 2001 when I had a life that was a shit show at the time. And all of a sudden in final Shavasana, my third eye popped open and I could see golden white orbs of light going up and down a golden staircase. And when I sat up in the park and opened my physical eyes, everyone in the park was a golden white orb of light. And I saw them that way for an extended period, even later when I was driving my car, I could see the golden white orbs of light in all the cars that were on the road with me. And I even started to ask, am I going to see like this? <laughs> like, is this not like my new seeing? And uh, it did fade over time, but that was, you know, <laughs> that was part of my spiritual awakening process. And I've, you know, subsequently had many since and yes. have a very long standing connection with and a very long standing relationship with the angels. So we have some stuff in common there, Corinne. Yay! Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. So what I want to talk to you now about for our women who are listening here, you know, one of the things that happened for me and which also obviously happened for you is we have to actually value what we're seeing. We have to value our vision, right? We have to acknowledge, oh my God, I actually just saw that. I actually just experienced that. And not shut down in denial and Mm -hmm. pretending like it didn't happen. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about that journey for yourself. Because for me, there was a lot of periods of time where I journaled a lot and I would have to go back in my journal to like prove to myself that I had had these experiences. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about your experience with valuing your own vision. 
Yeah. And I, you're bringing up such a good point because I think that there's so many times where we could put it on the shelf and just pretend like that didn't happen. And I feel like, you know, for me, it was a crossroads. And again, as a psychotherapist, it's, I know what it means, like magical thinking. That's one of the diagnostics for psych, you know, psychosis and bipolar and all those things. So I wasn't going to necessarily share that with my friends, right? But because my friends are therapists and they're going to have me hospitalized, you know? Uh, if I go, hey, I saw a bird divide into three, they're like, okay, off to the hospital we go. But again, the urge and the healing was so profound for me that, and I'm a health practitioner, mental health practitioner. And so it's not, it wasn't as easy to put it in the box because I saw like this person right here back then every day for almost, uh, I would say almost two decades, I wanted to die every morning. That was my first thought, maybe my first prayer. And it went away. And I wasn't trying to do better or feel better. It wasn't from 10 years of psychotherapy. It was just, it was gone. And so I feel like I had an obligation because I was seeing the proof. And also I'm here to help people. I've always known that, but I didn't understand that I was here to help in the capacity that I'm helping now. And the way I'm helping now, I thought, you know, maybe a therapist, but I'm not just a therapist. And it was really listening to that voice one little step at a time that helped my faith grow. Like following, I feel like spirit gives us these little breadcrumbs and then it's going to be up to us to be the little birdies and pick it up and keep following the trail. Or we can just, you know, abandon the trail altogether, which many of us struggle with here and there along the way when we're feeling rebellious. That's it's one step at a time, one intuition at a time, and slowly and gently claiming the truth of who you are, all of you. And so we, I went through a big shame cycle about being a therapist and also being a highly intuitive person that talks about angels. I mean, that you have to just kind of confront all of yourself in, in those moments. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. Well, I'd love to have you talk a little bit more, but right now we're going to take a short break. It's uh, already that time for a short break. But when we come back, I do want to talk about, you know, kind of making the choices to move ahead and how you're helping people with your new book and in general. So we'll, we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. But right now, I want to thank all of our listeners and our angels out there <laughs> who are helping our listeners to get connected to this show, who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I do want to shout out this week to our listeners. We have 36 countries that are downloading right now. So I want to shout out this week to our listeners in, let's shout out to our listeners in Kenya and the Philippines. And I also want to mention to everyone that I have a new book out called Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny. So definitely check that out on Amazon.com. It might be of interest to you if you're called to be a messenger. And messenger is another word for angel or angel is another word for messenger. So that book might be, a, you know, maybe the first breadcrumb on your trail or it might be that Corinne's book will be the first breadcrumb on your trail, or maybe both of them will be breadcrumbs on your trail. And so we will be right back with Corinne Grillo. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? 
Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Corinne Grillo. You can find out more about the Angel Experiment and the Angel Alchemy Academy at CorinneGrillo.com. And we will have that for you in the show notes. So Corinne, I'd love to have you talk a little bit more about valuing your vision enough that you wrote a book, valuing your vision enough that you put yourself out there as an angel practitioner and psychotherapist, valuing your vision enough that you started the Angel Alchemy Academy. And Besides listening to the angels and taking the steps, if there's anything else that you can share with our listeners or that you maybe help your clients to do to step in and value their own vision, that would be awesome. Okay, that was a whole lot there. Yeah. So where, where to begin? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think value is so important, right? Just valuing, and I love that you're focusing on that, valuing your vision how I learned to value my vision was realizing it wasn't just my vision. It was a vision from spirit and that it wasn't my dream, but it was the dream of the divine and also the people that I serve, their dreams, so that I am a conduit in a way to help their dreams come true, not mine. And this was like a major shift and it really helped me up level and learn to trust my intuition even more. And I think that if there's one thing that we do, and this is how I really help people, it's learning to trust their guidance, trust their intuition and have the uh, lady balls to step up and start taking those those terrorizing actions that some sometimes absolutely confront our personality or what our old self thinks that we are versus what at a soul level we absolutely can feel in there somewhere. We just don't know how to accomplish it. So I learned to trust spirit before I learned how to trust myself. And now I trust myself too over walking these little steps and moving from becoming just like a psychotherapist with a private practice. At one point they guided me to just let the whole thing go. And they said, you're going to take the whole month in December off. And I'm like, I can't do that. You know, so like controversial in my mind back then to take, take time off, you know, got a couple of kids, got to pay my bills. And so what was incredible is that within two weeks, I had doubled my yearly income because of one email that I sent that I was guided to send. And so it's things like that where you really learn that it's not your vision. It's higher powers vision if you're dialed in and that you, you have an obligation to walk in those steps and get knocked around a little bit, but do it anyways. 
Well, what I love what I'm hearing there, and this is for those uh, wickedly smart women who are business owners, because some of our some of our listeners are business owners, and some of them may not be. But for the for those who are business owners, what I really heard right in there that I want to underscore is, first of all, it's not your vision; it's this higher vision, and being committed to saying yes to that higher vision, being committed to listening to the guidance that is coming in, and then being willing to do what is on the face of it, not looking logical. Like it doesn't look logical to take off the month of December, but it doesn't look logical to expect a broken winged bird to turn into three little birds that fly away and then there's nothing left there. So when we're trafficking in miracles, when we try and have our hands on the wheel we often end up driving ourselves down into the ditch when if we just let go of the wheel, the car might sprout wings and uh, you doubled your annual income from sending one email. One email. Yeah. And so you, so the other thing that I heard there that I want to just really underscore for people is you took action. You took action on two pieces of guidance. One, take time off. Two, two weeks later, just go do this thing. And you went and did the thing and then boom, it was a miracle, right? You had a money miracle. You created a money miracle for yourself. It was a serious money miracle. I mean, it just knocked this, knocked my whole, it just knocked the ceiling open for me of what's possible financially. Now, the bird dividing into three was, was my first step into realizing there's really no limits. Really listening to that impractical voice is so important. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question about discernment, because I think leaders, anybody who's a leader, an entrepreneur, businesswoman, we need to know how to exercise our discernment muscle when we're faced with decisions. And sometimes there can be competition, right? There can be the logical side of us that says, you need to work. And then the spiritual side that's saying, you need to take the month off. And like, how do you discern and how do you actually amplify your discernment muscle? Like, do you exercise your discernment muscle? Often, I feel when it's guidance, it keeps coming back. And almost the more that you want to pretend like it's not happening, <laughs> the more that, that you have to follow that, that trail. But the number one way that you learn how to discern is by taking risks things that, that feel risky and seeing. And then you start tracking, okay, this is how this felt last time. So I noticed for me right before I was about to have a big success, during that month of December, what I failed to mention was I was tortured. I was in a deeper depression than I had been in years post-miracle, right? So I was like in my deepest, lowest place. And I just didn't understand what was happening, you know? But I was developing this email and offering, about to offer my an intuitive program, an intuitive training. And uh, I didn't know, but I knew that I had to do this thing anyway. So I sent that email, you know, sweating bullets. And then when I sent it off and a few days later, after all of these people were interested, I realized like part of my journey is part of me knowing when I'm on track is sometimes right before I'm, I, when I suffer greatly. It's like, the, like, like an initiation or a gateway into, so when I'm about to have a big success, sometimes I go dark and then I go, okay, all right, we're definitely doing it. 
we're definitely, we're going to keep doing it. So unfortunately, mine can get really dark, especially when I'm pivoting and doing, you know, changing my business, which happens a lot when you're an intuitive. Yeah, yeah, you know, when you're driving from the heart, your heart starts shifting things around a little bit uncomfortably. But yeah, I think the best way to discern is to do it anyways. Mm. Then see, see what happens. Don't yeah. expect don't expect the big like, you know, sometimes you'll get some synchronicity. Sometimes you get the messages. Sometimes you just won't. Sometimes you just got to take take the leap. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing there is it's it's an exercise in in trusting that it is a benevolent universe that we live in. Yeah. It's an exercise in trusting that you have capacity to navigate no matter what happens and that you have support no matter what happens, right? Yes. And I think there's only one way to figure that out. It's all theory until it goes into practice. So it's really about taking your training wheels off, getting your head out of the books and start taking action because it's all theory. I'm so holy. I love God. I love praying. But if you're just sitting down on the couch eating a ham sandwich, you know, uh, and that's all you're doing, you're you're still in the books. You got to get into practice. Yeah, well, and the truth is it's uh, miracles come from a collaborative effort with spirit. Right, it's a co-creation. It's never, uh, it's never anything other than a co-creation. It's two pieces of the puzzle coming together in a way that actually creates something that's never been seen before. Right? Yes, absolutely. Oh, and then, and then we get surprised, and then we get surprised, and then we get delighted. So, I, I actually have a friend who calls it getting squeezed. You were saying you go into your darkest place. She calls it getting squeezed. She can always tell when there's a miracle about to happen in her life because she's getting squeezed. <laughs> so um, let's talk about asking for help. So I think for many women, and in particular for people who live in the Western world, the Western culture, and the U.S. especially, there's this whole like be independent, be self-reliant, you need to do it on your, on your own kind of psychology that's actually highly detrimental, you know, what do you do to help people to be not only willing to acknowledge that there's angels <laughs> that are there to help them, but to begin exercising their asking for help muscle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of it, and I'm so glad you're bringing up this point about how the West has kind of taught us to be so, so independent um, and miserable at the same time when we're overly independent many of us are the helpers and and we resist showing our truth being vulnerable and i'd like to inspire my people whether i'm working with entrepreneurs or heart centered entrepreneurs or i'm just you know training people in intuition is uh i feel the reality is that all of as a collective our hearts are getting activated and that there is great power in our truth, our sadness, our vulnerability. And the more that reach out, we reach out, the more that we build this web of awesome for all of us to exist in where we don't have to wear all the structured masks and pretend like everything's great. And where even spiritual people can be like, wow, I was really like depressed last night. Like where we can just claim all parts of ourselves shamelessly that happens through the heart. And um, we just need to de-shame and, you know, and that we know that everybody is worthy of support, whether it's angels or people. And it's just all really important. Mm, Beautiful. Well, Corinne, in the last couple of minutes that we have, 
Um, I'm going to put you on the spot and see if the angels have anything they want to deliver and deposit into the listening audience before we close. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because actually during our, I think it was during the break, I decided to pull a card uh, just for fun. And it's so, so interesting because it's so much about what we're talking about. It's about trust your intuition. And I see this powerful, you know, woman. And to me, it's really using the cosmic kind of galactic juice that's coming to us right now and learning how to be a good receptor for that. And I feel like our intuition is amplifying right now. Sometimes it could be alarming to newbies Mm -hmm. if you've never had an awakened experience. But the thing that's going to get all of us out of uh, our suffering and guide us out is in fact our intuition. And also I want to say finding communities of people that support your intuitive awakening because a lot of people don't have that. So I feel like it's twofold. You got to trust your intuition, whatever that means for you. And if you don't have an idea about what that means, then you best learn all about it and find communities of people who support the the magician inside of you. Mm, I love it. Yeah. I think that when I had my spiritual awakening, if I had not been in the yoga community, I probably would have put myself into the hospital. I probably would have put myself into Mm -hmm. the psych ward because it was so like, it was such a break from my ordinary reality, which of course the supernatural is going to be a break from your ordinary reality. (laughs) All right, Corinne. Well, it has been a pleasure to have you and the angels here with us today. Thank you so much angels for teaching us to trust our intuition. We received that message and I am so grateful that you were here. Please be sure to check out Corinne and her new book, The Angel Experiment, at corinnegrillo.com. And if you are inspired or your angels are guiding you to take action to enroll in her Angel Alchemy Academy, that might be a good choice as well. Taking action is a key. Listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.